Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. It's that little chico pit boom, Mr. 305, but it said Mr. Worldwide. You already know what it is. Listen to my new podcast from negative to positive. Subscribe today. Now, part of the things that we're doing over here at negative to positive is encouraging people to change their lives, change the things that are within their power. I want to thank our good friends at KFC for helping me bring this to you. Feed your whole crew with KFC. Let's go. I can get the KFC bucket of chicken and you know, that's fire. Now, Bobo, you know that you could get that mac and cheese, that mashed potato, gravy, those biscuits. Now, that's that's trouble right there. That is fire right there. You know, on negative to positive, we're always talking about striving and achievement. And, and the Colonel Sanders story is, is a story that inspired me since I was 10 years old. Look how our life comes full circle. Now I'm talking about Colonel Sanders and Kentucky Fried Chicken and how much I love it. <laughs> Listen to my new podcast from negative to positive. Check out the vodcast. Subscribe today. Apple Podcast. Podcast One. Spotify. We begin today's meditation with a few sipping exercises to remind us a little treat can go a long way. So pick up your McCafe iced coffees, close your eyes, and deep sip in. And deep satisfaction out. <sighs> Take a treat retreat at McDonald's. Right now, get a McCafe iced coffee in any size and any flavor for just 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price of participation may vary. Hey guys, Riley here. If you like my show, you're going to love Off the Vine with Caitlin Bristow on Podcast One. Join America's sweetheart from Canada as she pops open a bottle with the current bachelor himself, Colton Underwood. Download Off the Vine with Caitlin Bristow every Tuesday and Thursday on Podcast One or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Stay little chico, Pitbull, Mr. 305, better said Mr. Worldwide, and I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, From Negative to Positive, brought to you by my friends... Over at State Farm, I believe that to have success, you got to play the game so that the game doesn't play you. You know, the biggest risk you take is not taking one. It's very important that you make sure that you make the most out of your money, especially when it comes to insurance. State Farm offers surprisingly great rates. They have great agents standing by helping you personalize your coverage. All this is backed up by award-winning, easy-to-use technology. It's a great price with an even greater service. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Does anybody want breakfast? Guys, let's go. I'm leaving for McDonald's in five seconds. Why do you start with that? The Breakfast Stampede Meal. It's only at McDonald's, where there's a meal for every morning. And nothing says morning like a classic sausage McMuffin with egg. Right now, get this all-time favorite for just two bucks on the one, two, three dollar menu. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hello there. Obi-Wan on TV, the Episode 9 trailer in April, and C-3PO still tweeting. It's Collider Jedi Council. Come on in, friend. Smooth like butter. That's what that was, Ken. Smooth like butter. Welcome yeah. back to Collider Jedi Council. I'm me. You're you. Welcome back to the show where we talk about Star Wars. Hey, everybody. What's going on? Welcoming back Mr. Kylo Ken. Ken Napsack. Hello, Ken. Ha- happy to be here, man. I am, uh, I am uh, having, it's a fun day. Uh, I'm excited to be here uh, and talking Star Wars and Obi-Wan, one of my favorite characters. Well, I'm glad to have you. And also joining us from the new hit show, Rule of Two. Wow. That's right. He is co-host of that show. He is the former two-time movie trivia showdown champion of the world, Mark Yodi Riley. Hello, Mark. Very happy to be here with you guys. Uh, nice little change of pace. Yeah, know? thanks for filling in today. Thank you Come for being over. here. Yeah, yeah. Or I, I, I love being here with you guys. Yeah, so. It's nice to have Thank you. Um, all right. Let's go on and let's start with the big news on the table, and that is Star Wars movie news. And that's everything happening in the world of Star Wars that is the movies. We got some rumors coming out. We got some uh, news. We got some trailers. What the hell do we have today, Ken? Well, yeah, we got some news about the trailer and all that stuff, too. And the big news, Obi-Wan, a little bit later, because that ain't movies. It's but uh, we didn't get a chance to talk about this one. You guys might have talked about it at other spots, but this is about our opinions together here. J.J. Abrams set out that. That nice, beautiful picture saying, 
Episode 9 is wrapped. And then my favorite thing, a lot of stuff started to emerge of the rap party, which was pretty fun mm-hmm. and crazy. And some weird aerial artist stuff hanging above, John Boyega dancing. Um, a lot of cool stuff. But this uh, this tugged on a lot of heartstrings. A lot of people loved this picture. And as I always say, I get excited knowing that it's done. Something's yeah. done. Now they go to post. Mr. Harloff? Well, these are the three big characters from the new trilogy and it's like they're saying goodbye to one another and it's so funny it's john boyega just keeps getting younger he looks God, he's not, i know he looks like he's 20 years old um but it, it does i do think though and i know they're gonna they're gonna tease they're gonna tease that at the ray and finn relationship but i think poe and ray they're gonna have a relationship because if you read the novelization uh-huh. it teases at it and then there's that little tease at the end of the last the last jedi okay. i think that's where we're going with that um, I know that's not what we're talking about, but I swear my mind goes. But I, I think he, he just looks like the <laughs> third wheel. He just looks like the third wheel in the middle of the, the picture there. It's just almost like Harry Potter with Ron and Hermione. Um, <laughs> so I'm, uh, yeah, I'm, I actually, I'm, I do think that you and I talked about this. Oh, uh, yeah. When, about the, oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. It's one of those days. It's one of those days. Well, we talked about the, the fact that we see this desert planet and yeah. everyone's thinking it's Tatooine. That's what everybody does. And I think you and I are in the same mind here. That we think this is Jakku. Oh, I think Jakku. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, and it's so. Want to go back to Jakku? Back to Jakku. Uh, the Jakku Desert. Um, I. It's it's sweaty. Late Jake, late great John Schnepp. Let's get sweaty. It's because while this does look a little like the Junlin Waste to the right, it looks like Jakku. You know what I mean? Like I love getting yeah. to that level of Star Wars nerddom, uh, and that's my only thoughts. That's why I think it. But yeah, I don't know. Riley, what do you make of this picture? And where are they? And are they Jakku? They're Tatooine, or are they somewhere different? Uh, I love the idea of revisiting Tatooine and uh, bringing the, those the sequel trilogy and the original trilogy. But this is for character. This is for Rey. It's Jakku, and I love the thematic uh, idea of it that. Finn was like, you want to go back to Jakku? She wanted to go, keep going back to Jakku to make sure that she didn't miss her parents. And now the journey comes full circle, echoing Luke Skywalker, also returning in the third movie to Tatooine. So this is Jakku. I, another reason why I think it's Jakku yeah. is because of the stuff they have set up in canon. That doesn't just come from right. the writers they hire. It comes mm-hmm. from collaboration with the story group as well. I mean, they, right. they might come up with the idea, but they have to have it approved. What I mean by that is in, I believe it's Aftermath and a couple of the comics, right. there's, there's like a Sith temple or this, uh, that's built on Jakku. The observation... Right? Palpatine's observation stuff. We have, he has them all over the galaxy, but that's the one he was no. using to launch everything to the unknown region. Right, and I got and some guy last week told me how much he doesn't like when I'm on the show. He likes prefers you because I keep bringing well, up Palpatine. Well, it's funny because a lot of people hate when I'm on. So oh, well, there you go. Just, so well, this, 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 this guy, don't yeah, worry, this guy they hate me for being here. So right now, I so I'll take it. For, here, but, uh, I know you do, no. sir. But as far as I keep bringing up the Palpatine thing, as we hit Jakku and we hit Cannon, it's uh-huh. more and more becoming clear to me that this guy's coming back, especially if they do this. Yeah, especially if they do this thing on Jakku, where he—it was the last battle that took place there. He mm-hmm. had—he had his hands in a lot of stuff that were just not that a lot of people don't know about yet because they're not paying attention to canon. And that's not, not that they have to, but when people go, why? Why would that make sense? It wouldn't make sense for him to come back if you go into all the stuff that's happening sure. in canon. It makes a lot of sense for him to come which, back, which is always the big struggle with. The ex- even going back, whether it be expanded universe legends or now, it's like if we're so familiar with it, a lot of it makes sense. Rogue One's a great example of after we read Catalyst and hit that 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 show in a Rogue One, we're like, oh, it's La Mute, La Mu, and oh, we right. know all the stuff, and some people don't know that, and, and and I, it's up to the filmmakers to make sure everyone can get on board fast. And I think if if, if Palps shows up, I would hope they would do that. <laughs> yeah, it makes sense. Um, okay, cool. What's next? Uh, what is next there is uh, uh, the we got a report here. I'm looking at Star Wars News Net. John Huey reporting uh, that he says I have information. I have some information in regards to the first trailer of Episode Nine that may not be a surprise to many fans. But at this point, it's uh, the plan for its debut. Rumors of Episode Nine trailer, uh, episode nine trailer have been swirling. Of course, now I'm just reading it. But now it looks like <laughs> scheduled to debut in April, and then would also be attached to End- Avengers Endgame. All this makes sense. Where I know we're all still waiting for the title, and I absolutely am. I'm, I'm patiently waiting, like uh, Qui-Gon in uh, Phantom Menace, ready to fight Darth Maul. Wait, he died. That didn't work out for him. But, um, <laughs> did he? He did. Well, no, he was one with force. Yeah. Um, this all makes sense. Yeah. Patience. I, yes, and I'll tell you what. Uh, I, don't, I don't care about when I get the title. Yeah, as long as I, want, I know. I think that we get the trailer in celebration. I think John is also confirming mm-hmm. that here. I love John, by the way. Check out his stuff out over at Star Wars Newsnet. But where um, 
Yeah, we're gonna get the. T- I would like them to do the same thing they did with the Avengers. Yes, attach it to the trailer at this point. We don't need the. We don't need the title beforehand because then it's it's just not. I, and I, I can't remember who I was talking about this yesterday because with Endgame they teased it so much and they teased it so much and when they revealed it it was just kind of like duh. Endgame wasn't like a great name. It just it just made sense. It's like okay, fine. I was more concerned about the actual trailer that i got for endgame and i want the same thing to happen for episode nine show me the trailer that also makes a ton of sense that they they debut it on april 12th or 13th or whenever it is probably the 12th they debut it at star wars celebration people will be talking about it analyzing it breaking it down and then it hits theaters heavy mm-hmm. at the end of april for uh, endgame that mm-hmm. you see it differently no, I think that's exactly what they're going to do. I couldn't agree with you more. I, I actually was very excited during the Avengers Endgame trailer, um, all, obviously for the trailer and the first look. But then as the title started to form, I got pretty excited. I was like, hey, I got, I got held up in the hype and I'm, I'm on board for this. So I think we're far enough along now. Let's wait for the trailer. I think that would be a great reveal at the end, a la Endgame. I would love to see that happen. Uh, yeah, I'm on board for that. I'm on board for the title to drop at 3 p.m. Pacific time today when we wrap up. And I'm on board for it to, to show up at uh, Celebration. What would you prefer? I think I'd prefer to wait. I'd, yeah. I'd prefer to wait. Yeah. And, and again, that's not a slide on anyone who's like really excited for the title now. I totally get it. I, I want to know. That's what we do here. We love just getting nerdy and talking about it. But you know, they, Disney, they've got the Captain Marvel news cycle going right now. Do they want to take away from that? I mean, that's been some maybe... I thought they, they did that a little bit last year. I think Avengers uh, on the depth chart was higher than Solo for obvious oh, yeah. reasons. And so it took away from some of the Solo marketing. But, but It uh, crushed the Solo marketing. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. You couldn't find the toys and uh, right. all that kind yeah. of stuff was 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 definitely part of it um so do they want to you know they want to give captain marvel its space you'd think disney would and um but uh that's why i, I like you said we're so close just like yeah. all right let's wait even more yeah you don't need it like the like and i think you might have brought this up ken last time when we talked about the difference between when they dropped that force awakens teaser in november of 2000 and was like 14, it 14 they, they dropped it when they dropped that trailer, it was because we hadn't seen a Star Wars movie since Revenge of the Sith. And we hadn't seen any, and like they wanted to show you kind of, because the anticipation, we hadn't seen anything since the, the Disney era at that point, And it was the first one. So they gave you that little teaser because they did exactly what they wanted to do and got everybody talking about it. But it was that Force Awakens trailer in, at Star Wars Celebration in April that got everybody on their feet talking about the movie. It's the... Chewie were home trailer mm-hmm. and that's the big thing they already have the lead in here with the people excited about the next movie because they've already done two of them so they have that already they don't need to do a little teaser or anything beforehand to set it up they just need to release that trailer and if they don't do it at celebration which it's pretty much like a lock at this point yeah. if they didn't do it at celebration what the hell do you do at celebration yeah. you just show mandalorian stuff right. no. no so i don't think anybody else thinks it's it's coming soon the the title might come but i actually think it would it would serve the enti- the entire celebration better if they did did it all I think yeah. it's so much more news Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Hey, speaking of celebration, yeah, we got the next story. We got some guests announced. Uh, the programming start to, uh, starting to be uh, rolled out. Sure. Um, Read Pop uh, and Lucasfilm putting together Star Wars Celebration. Five days of dominance this year. And two big guests announced. Uh, the headline guests right now for this story are Billy D. Williams. We know him. Yeah. Alan Tudyk, K2SO. Uh, they will be there at Star Wars Celebration. Some other names, though. Hey, we know this guy, Freddie Prinze Jr., uh, Taylor Gray, Kanan and Ezra from Star Star Wars Rebels. We got Anthony Forrest, uh, who was a um, he was the Jedi uh, uh, stormtrooper was Jedi mind tricked by Obi Wan Kenobi. John Morton, who was <laughs> Dak. Uh, Julian Glover, of course, General Veers. Veers watch should be happy. And Michael Culver, who uh, played Captain Lorth Nita. I would love a picture with mm. him and Sam Witwer. Just me and him and uh, the three of us together. What a historic <laughs> schmodown moment. A uh, lot of guests coming. And then the other thing we should talk about: the big panel announced. We were kind of waiting for this. We we kind of were hoping. But Monday, which is interesting to put on Monday, the 20th anniversary Phantom Menace panel or the big celebration. Morning? There it is. I believe so, yeah. Makes sense. It's crazy that it's going until Monday. It was very, it's, I'm just curious why they didn't do Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Right. Or Could be a booking reason with the venues. Maybe. I don't know. Something Maybe. like that we're not aware of. Yeah, yet. and because Thursday's kind of like their preview night. The actual thing doesn't mm. really start until like Friday. It's Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Okay. Um, so it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's interesting, and you're probably right. It has probably something to do with the venue. But let's, the first thing we talk about is the, um, the people, right, yeah. that are announced. The funny thing about that is there's, there's two ways to look at it. There's the one side of it's like, wait a minute. 
wait a minute, Alan mm-hmm. Tudyk and, uh, and Billy Dee Williams are going to be there. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? Now, the other side of that is you announce the rest of those people, and a lot of things, times what happens, whether it's Tops or, or whoever it yeah. might be, they have these signings, and there's a lot of fan stuff, that is, uh, stuff for the fans that you could meet these people, right. that that's 99% of why they're there is to yeah. take those photo ops. Stuff. However... I do think at this point, oh, Billy Dee Williams and Alan Tudyk, why are they there? Will they be signing? Absolutely. Yeah. But Billy Dee Williams will most likely be on the Episode 9 panel. Sure. He's already been announced that he's going to be in the movie. Yeah. So we can assume that he'll be there and it'd be pretty cool. I mean, he was there last year, mm-hmm. or not last year, two years ago when, two years ago. when they did it. And he had a, right before Harrison Ford came out. Um, and Alan Tudyk has been kind of, I don't know if I'm going to be in the Cassian Andor series. Right, right. Maybe we get an official announcement that he will be. It'd be awesome. That'd be, That'd be cool. I mean, again, we, we talked about the timeline of that. But, I know. But, but, you know, you could take care of that easily. Uh, I love the abilities there. Not, not a surprise. We're so happy he's in episode nine. You mentioned two years ago he was part of the 40th anniversary panel. Right. And that's, this was a huge panel. And they had to kind of roll the names out as fast as they could and, and divide up the time as best they could. I did feel slightly shortchanged. And, and this is a wonderful experience we had there. But I watched Billy Deke up on, on stage. He had the glasses. He's as cool as ever. And he got to say, like, two things. I get it. But now I hope. He's got a little bit of spotlight. They'll give him more love this time yeah. around because yeah. it's it's the first time he's coming back to an actual film, mm-hmm. um, and we've been wait- the fan base has been waiting for it. So right. I think they'll now if they give up what he's actually doing, they might they might they might tell you where he is and what right, what right. he's been doing with himself and and what part he plays, uh, what part Lando plays in in the new movie, or might, they might not. They might say you just kind of have to wait and see. But Riley, you hear about the names that are going to be there. Anything to this, or just yeah, just going to be there sign. And taking pictures. No, I, th- I mean, I think, yeah, going to the obvious, he's in episode nine, Billy Diaz, so he's going to come out with that panel. Alan Tudyk, you could go, great, uh, he's, he's the star, he's K2SO, he's going to come out and go, remember when I did that? I think it's the Cassian series. Right. I, th- I, I really do. Why would you really kind of make a big mention of it? And I think out of all the series that we have right now, more on the Obi Wan later, maybe, but. Cassian we don't know that much about and I think this would be a great opportunity to say yep K2SO is in it he was a fan favorite why not show their cards well well Ken the other thing too is you're Bless right you. Bless well, you. thank you you're right about the um, the timeline of it right but we don't know exactly we don't know no. all the details yet so maybe we have a thing at the if there is a Cassian and or maybe there's a like a a, a streaming thing uh-huh. what would be interesting we'll get to the story later on too yeah. if there's a really huge announcement which i don't think there will be yeah. but if there's a big announcement of all the shows that they're doing and they announce three or they talk about the three shows that they have um yeah. but they they're doing that and then they start talking about cassian it's the television panel right right, right. and then here's the cassian stuff here's diego luna has he been uh, uh, will he be there do we know that yet uh i'll have to double check on that i i i yeah, I haven't seen because that anything. that'll be a little bit more telling. Like, if there's no Diego Luna, then then Alan right, right. Tudyk's story means nothing. Sure, uh, you know, then he's just going to be there to take pictures and and just, he's a Star Wars fan. He's going to do there. He likes he likes the fan base. So I think um, I think it'll be very interesting and telling once we find out about Diego Luna. But I think they could tell you if they do a Cassian Andor series, uh, excuse me, panel that they can say this is what it's going to be about. It comes out in a year or so, mm-hmm. so why not give us a little more information? It'll be around the same timeline as when we started getting information about The Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'd be fun. Like We we talked a lot about it, so we don't want to remix it too much, but of uh, you know when, and, and they met in the comics, so it's either yep. do you go before. I'm interested in Cassian before, I will say, but the idea of a buddy cop spy oh. thriller with K2SO and Cassian Andor is just as interesting to me. Uh, so it'll be, uh, be interesting uh, what they confirm there for TV. Yeah? yeah. All right, cool. All right, what's next? <laughs> <laughs> I, I watched that show you guys do in the morning today. What's it called? Collider Breakfast? Yes. And Collider I thought Breakfast. Rock give you some uh, crap about the uh, when you want to move on, you move yeah. on. It's, it's, it's true and hilarious, and I love it. <laughs> I, it's, you listen, I don't care. For me, you don't? I, I would much rather. It, it goes back to the conversation that we also had in that show mm-hmm. yesterday. Was that why? Why are you going to pussyfoot around it? You right. know, you're going to try to find a smooth Ellis transition out of it. No, thank you. It's no, like I'm bored. It. I'm bored with this. What do we have next? <laughs> thank you. Next. Yeah, I just yeah. asked you. I'm bored with this. What do we have next? Uh, that's, oh, that's it right, for yeah. Star Wars movie news okay. this week. Uh, we could talk about some of the marketing stuff with Triple Force Friday, but hey, we're going to get to that in a bit. All right, so we'll switch on over. It's time to hit the uh, the clubs of Mos Eisley, and it is time for. 
What's the deal with canon? Yeah. And everything in the world of Star Wars that is going to be connected to the movies one way or another. And Ken, there's a big old rumor. Oh, hey, there's been a lot of rumors. Hey, there's rumors every week. And rumors, it's a weird water, it's weird waters to navigate because some of them are completely made up. Some of them, even if they're completely made up, are interesting and we want to talk about them because it might start a conversation. This one broke uh, this week. Uh, particularly uh, th- this one, because there were some other ones we could talk about before. But Obi Wan Kenobi, that movie we thought was going to happen, we heard was going to happen, a lot of us wanted, some people didn't want. Uh, now might be a series on Disney Plus because why not? Uh, you get a show, you get a show, you get a show. Home at w- watching. Um, but this, uh, yeah, this broke among. There was the Kira one, Lando one, which all, the article also said Finn and Poe, and it just seemed like sure a Gunk Droid series. This one. Start with you, Christian. What do you think? Okay. So this is for people. Not everybody understands how production companies and development works. Um, I didn't for a long time until I worked at one. I worked for Joel Silver for around three years. And I cannot tell you the amount of projects that were in development, things that you would never know. Um, Commando 2 was in development. There were things that are always in development that are taken from scripts and and things uh, of that nature. Now... Do I think, and I absolutely believe that they looked at the script that they had for Obi-Wan, which they 100% had a script. If they tell you they didn't, not true. Um, there's a script that was, was going wrong. And then they took that script, and then they developed it into, well, what if it was now a streaming series now that we have this option to do that? And does it mean that it's going to be greenlit? No, it does not. It means that they're going to put it into... It's in active development. Uh, that's that's what I believe. I absolutely believe that. Now, I, that doesn't mean that they can't hit these scripts and they'd be so good that Kathleen Kennedy or whoever says, okay, you guys are there. And Bob Iger goes, let's do it. Ewan's ready to go. Let's greenlight it. Let's talk about it at Celebration. The chances of that are slim to none. Um, but I, it's certainly possible. I just personally just don't think – I think that – and this goes back to the fact, and this is not a take a shot at Kathleen Kennedy Day. It's not what I want to do, but I just don't think, I think she really thinks in the business side and not on the creative side. That's why she's an amazing yeah. producer sometimes, but I don't think, I think that she sees that she saw the failure in, in Solo and goes, oh, nope, that's not going to work now. And not realizing that is completely different when the guy who, want, who played the role in the prequels wants to come back and it's more flushed out. There's more story to tell there. There's, there's. It's like we don't know that portion of what happened and what Obi-Wan was doing. It could be very interesting. I just think she might think it's like two inside baseball. And I think that it's, it's, not, uh, it's not accurate, but I think that that's, a, that that's where we could wind up. Um, but she could also say, you're wrong, moron, talking to me and saying, uh, we're going to greenlight this thing. And they announced a celebration. I hope that I'm wrong. I really hope that I am. I just can't see her greenlighting this show. Right now, like yeah. you can't see her greenlining the, the actual Obi Wan show. I, I can't see her doing it. I mean, yeah. I, I I hope that she does. I just I think that they they're going to focus on the Benioff and White stuff. They're going to focus on the other two shows. Um, I I just don't see it happening. But I I would love for it to happen. And I hope I really do. I really hope that I I'm on the show and I go, look, celebration threw me for a loop. Kathleen Kennedy was very excited about this series and what it could do, um, and, and I'm on board. Let's do it. I just don't see it happen. So I'm wondering, because let's go to the idea that it was a movie first. Yeah. And so they, they worked on that script for however many years. Um, we had the rumors of the movie, and then they go, wait a minute, Solo kind of bombed. We're going to switch gears here. Mandalorian, there's getting a lot of love online yeah. here. Um, Cassian uh, series, same thing. Obi-Wan series, let's start developing this thing. And then as a producer... Kathleen Kennedy is producer, reads the material and goes, this is a good story. Okay, let's green light. Yeah, I can yeah. see that happening, totally. too. Um, but I, I, the news lately, I mentioned this on Rula, too. The news has been showing us, has been giving us little hints about what's going on behind the scenes. If you really put them all together, like the firing of Lord and Miller, the bringing J.J. back. Right. Um, and then we're going to get to a story, probably. But, like, all these shows ideas, it's like kind of something happened where they're like, uh-oh. Like, what are we doing? And that's what well, it feels like right now. It's well, like, are they throwing a lot against the, the wall and seeing what sticks? Or no, is it just, like... You're just hearing about it, though. Because right. they, they've been throwing things... And, and this is not just Lucasfilm. 
companies in general throw stuff against the wall all when they have this kind of property they have to of course so, like that's they they should be it, it, it'd be a problem i bet you there's there are things that are being developed in lucasfilm that if you heard about it whoa why don't they do that because they don't have the they don't they're, they're not there yet yeah like they're, they're developing this they're developing that they're working on this they're, i bet you you don't even know how many projects they are working on there of really good character really things like basically kathleen kennedy will say okay What's the pitch? All right, fine. We'll develop it and let's revisit it in two months. It doesn't mean it's greenlit. So no. if you hear like, oh, they're developing like a uh, a, a, a Darth Revan series, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, what's you can see Kathleen Kennedy saying, what's the pitch? And they all go, the pitch is, okay, it sounds good. Put together a treatment together and, and let's go back in two months and revisit it. That project is now in active development. Yeah. Um, it's until it's, we're there. Wow. Okay. Yeah. That's the script. Bring in so and so. Let's hire them to do the to do the project. Now let's go see Bob Iger. Okay, Bob. We are. We. we I'm green light. I want to do this movie. Uh, can you give us the green light? We're ready to go. And that's and that's how it goes. And I think that it's a matter of how. And because Bob Iger also said the same thing about not doing those big types of movies for the streaming service. They got to go against his word right away. Mm-hmm. Remember we talked about that two yep. weeks ago. Absolutely. Uh, as far as Obi-Wan a series, this, this to me is more true than not true. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think it's, like you said, it's in development. If, if you could take the script that was in place and you know give us six episodes and, and uh, uh, what do they call it now? Limited series? Yeah, limited series. Limited series. Uh, as a fan, I'd definitely be on board. Uh, but I don't believe... Until I see Ewan on stage yep. and Kathleen Kennedy holding his hand in victory like Boss Nash at the end of Phantom Menace, I, I that that's I take it all with a grain yeah. of salt. But 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 it's a, it's weird times to navigate because you could start a YouTube channel and just say whatever you want, and we might know and people watching might know. But I got friends who are outside of this, and I'll go to you know the Facebook thing, I'll just check in, and they've got a story up, and they're like ah see see, and I have to I got a little text them like that is not going to happen that is something that's completely right. made up and and that's just the, so that's yeah that's why we have this whole fake news that's thing true. too but yeah, i don't i know? don't think that like this like you this said, this is not i don't think this is a fake story no this is this, I, I i would put some chips yeah. down the star on this. wars news net break this uh i think they did i think I, it was and, Huey as well yeah, yeah. but it, I, I would put chips down on this happening but not i don't think for a while i don't even know if celebration i, yeah. I think you have to wait because they waited for Solo, I think you have to wait. <coughs> Mandalorian would be the first right. thing. See how it does first. Yeah. So don't jump. Yeah. You know, and look right at away. it. I mean, if there's an Obi Wan script and uh, they were going to announce a movie after Solo, let's say for instance, and then Solo doesn't do well, and they're like, back to the drawing board. Let's look at Disney streaming. That script for a movie was about two hours, right? right? Now we're going to stretch it to six. There's going to be more work done on this thing, yep. so they're going to have to break it down and do some work and get that. Kathleen Kennedy looking in and going, now it's ready. Now we can put it in. in That's exactly right. Forward. And so it's going to be a little bit, but I do believe the report that it's in development. I, yeah. I, I, oh, yeah, I absolutely. absolutely do. Yeah, uh, as I believe it was going to be a movie. Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah, you know, an Australian screenwriter, I believe, was working on it and all this kind of stuff. But we don't know because no. we're not up there in San Francisco uh, having lunch with uh, Pablo at the Lucasfilm Diner. Well, but can see. we just talk about just the possibilities of the series? Yeah. I mean, we talk yes. about it a lot. But if it's this type what of thing. Is it? What, uh, what is six, it? You know, six, seven, eight episodes. Yeah, the story, what the, the story is going to be. Uh, and what you want to see. Uh, Old Man in the Desert. A lot of people draw comparisons to Logan yeah. and all those kind of things things and i know we're excited about it some people haven't been some people might want to be convinced i'm not the one to convince you but what do you think if i what i would love to see it's very like because there's a difference i think between like what he had to do when he was on that planet on tatooine he was keeping and if you go through the comic books and you go through even this the series the books whatever what he was doing there while he was watching over luke and having a relationship you know with with owen and beru and and he was in. The, he was always the watchful eye. But the question was, how did he not get found? Right. Right. So does he do similar to what Luke did in shutting himself off from the Force? But 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 he says, I want to shut my. He's not doing it because he's right. Right. Needs to maybe. He, he's he's shutting off the the tracker. Yeah. You know, like that'd be something you could see him doing for sure or while he's there. But the question is like. And I said this, and I said it a million times. I know some fans don't agree with me, and, and others uh, think that it could, it could work. It's that scene in Return of the Jedi when he when mm-hmm. Vader says to him, "Obi Wan once thought as you did." 
when did he think when that? When did he think that? And then he also says he's more machine now than man. And he clearly knows that Vader's alive. How did he know that? Like, when he left him on the planet, he thought he was dead. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, the thing is, too, when, when, did, he, when did he think that uh, there's much good in me? In that one brief scene in, 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 right. on Mustafar? Uh, no. Right, there's right. more there. Like, I want to see, I want to see, because the, one of the best things that happened in Rebels was that scene with Ahsoka and Vader when Vader's just gone. Oh, yeah. He's just out. Like, she sees at that point he's more machine now than man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, Obi-Wan needs to see that, too. Yeah. It's one of my favorite scenes. Uh, you talk about that because I also think there's a moment in there where, where Anakin, I won't say Anakin returns, but they intentionally crack his mask. You see his eyes. And I think there's a moment of, not doubt, but there's just this, like, the, the mask isn't there. Right. And then he switches back. Mm-hmm. And I love that moment. And, and to your point about, yeah, I, I go to that scene Return of the Jedi too. Uh, Obi-Wan once thought as you did, well, okay, what does that mean? We know at the time in 1983, maybe George didn't have all right. the things out there. But now that the story's laid out in front of us, like, is it, is it just New Hope? <laughs> we didn't see that conversation right. unless it was cut off. Is it just Mustafar? I don't think so. It could be. And I think that's the difference if you're excited about the series or not. If you look at that kind of part of the story and go, that's all I need, then that's all you need. Right. But I wouldn't mind knowing that there was another kind of situation. Yeah. Did they meet like Pacino and De Niro for coffee? Diner. I don't know, but something. I think there's another fight. And I think there's another fight and Obi-Wan wins again. You know, yeah, time you just, it, it's it's one of the because he because same thing when I left you I was about the learner like the whole the, right. the whole thing you could play it all all together yeah and that, I've seen a lot of reactions when we've been reporting on this for for the many years now mm-hmm. um, I've seen some like that would be a boring movie he does nothing but watch over Luke I would argue and say well wait a minute if we want to just say he stays on Tatooine the whole time you want to make this a kind of a western kind of thing yeah. and, he, and he battles with some sand, sand people and mm-hmm. the huts uh, his relationship with Uncle Owen and Aunt Beru like there's a lot you can mine there but to make it even more interesting why not ask those questions does he go off world somehow does, does he, he meet up with Yoda does he meet up with Yoda does he go to Dagobah and learns a little bit about communion with the force and he talks with Qua- Gone. What there is so much you can you can offer up. What's going on with the Rebel Alliance? What's going on with Bail Organa? Right. What makes him say on Rogue One? Don't worry, I have a friend down there. Because he knows he's there. Yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah. there is a lot you can mind. And when you think about story and you think about these ideas, I always go at it. Story. What is most um, complex? What is most interesting? And I think you have a lot to explore with this. There's it, it, the stuff about Bail is interesting too. You could add a wrinkle. Do they communicate at all? Does he get it up? Exactly. Here's your Rebel Alliance newsletter. Uh, there's the idea and some of the comics, even the canon comics. And, and I know uh, what Jonathan Jackson Miller wrote a great book, Kenobi. A lot of people love. I, I haven't read it, but I, a lot, I hear a lot of people. Hey, you could fight bounty hunters or pirates or something. Right. And, and the comics, they do have a little bit of that, and it challenges Obi Wan because he knows who he is. We see later on in Shaman's Cantina, he, he, he slices up uh, you know, Panda Baba and everything, but he's got to be careful with that. So right. does he, who am I? Who am I? Does he meet a woman uh, or, or someone that he, uh, 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 you know, a creature, that, <laughs> a twilight that he falls <laughs> right. in love with right. and challenges himself? Like, do I, can I be Ben Kenobi versus who I'm supposed to be? Do I want to go run off and help the rebellion? That seems like something I should do. But he knows his place. When we see him in Rebels, he's happy to wait at the campsite. Uh, he's got memories of Duchess Satine in his head. There's a lot going on that a series could go into. That's what I love about that. That's all character because you, you just brought up so many good character moments that we could explore with, you know, the Jedi Code. Can he fall in love? Do I shut myself off from the Force like you suggested? Um, what does that do to him? What does it do for the Rebel Alliance and, and the cause? Like, there's so much in the character of Obi-Wan. Do I get involved? Do I not get involved? Do I just protect Luke? Do I not? Like, yeah. It's so much you can do and then add in all those other elements mm-hmm. of the story and the world. My God, I want this thing. Yeah, it just, it just reminds me of Superman 2. It right? reminds me of Superman 2 to where he's just like... But, but Superman 2 did it in the fact that he was doing it for love where he, he shut his power right. off. You know, it's like Obi-Wan would do it because he's a... Like, because the thing is Obi-Wan, Obi-Wan's always been that guy that learns more and more. He's always learning. Yeah. He yeah. always pays attention. He's always... It's more about serenity for him. Like he... When you see him as a young Padawan in, in Phantom Menace, he's like... He's antsy. He talks back. He just... And then... As it goes on, he becomes the experienced leader, and he still has those moments. Mm. But it's it's when we how does he become that wise old man? Yeah, you know, and, like, and, and stuff with like 
the kind of the, the echoes that Star Wars does. I love the idea. The, I really responded to the shutting himself off from the Force and having Luke do it later. There's a nice little yeah. uh, But there's a difference, though. Luke did it to run away. See, I don't, well, like, the way, I don't like the way Luke did it. Luke, Luke to me, went, I don't want to use the Force anymore. <laughs> As where Obi-Wan would, would do it because, like, again, he doesn't want anyone to track him. He doesn't want any... He doesn't... He wants to do it, and he wants to seem as if he's normal and be able to do it like a regular man without... without yeah, and I, I'm bringing up the idea of the actual act of shutting yourself off. Could that be something that Obi-Wan learned, and then maybe later Luke found his journals? Wait, the same way to do it. Read the same way right. to do it. There could be just that little connection, the little yeah. Easter egg, well, yeah, you know? Luke in the comics does have Obi-Wan's yeah, journals. So that's that's right. You know, we're, this is, we're, we're diving in for a little bit here. Uh, uh, i got a live question from our got? Facebook page. Sure. Joey Clark writes this. This is, we'll talk about Obi-Wan. Would you like a book by Claudia Gray? He says it explores the mission time with young Obi-Wan and Satine. Claudia Gray, yes, big win for me, but Christy Golden is someone who also, she's very interested in that. I'd like to see her take on that as well. There's a lot with young Obi-Wan and Satine uh, in, the, in the Clone Wars cartoon. You, you up for something like that? I, I think I'm more on a Christy Golden uh, mm-hmm. for me. And, not, not, and you guys know I, nothing. Oh, Claudia Gray is yeah, yeah, my yeah. favorite. But I think Claudia Gray is exploring Obi-Wan with, with Qui-Gon. Qui-Gon right now. Mm-hmm. So to jump back again, she could do it. She could do the love story. There's no doubt about it. If you give it to Claudia Gray, I'm not going to complain about it. Yeah. Yeah. I just think Christy Golden could do a pretty fantastic job also. And I want to see... What I love about Claudia Gray is that she keeps moving on and doing other things. Yeah. I'd like to see Claudia Gray return to Lost Stars and give me a sequel. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I think that that's going to happen. I think that yeah. that's been teased. Mm-hmm. That, to me, would be the next Claudia Gray book. Um, mm-hmm. But Claudia Gray, to me, by the way, and I know this is very different from the conversation we're supposed to be having, but she's becoming a, a, a don't-miss author. Like, yeah. they're like, there's some, like and I, when I started this show, I read everything. Like yeah. Any book that came out, the good, the bad, whatever it was, I gobbled it up and I and I, I ate it up. And and you've heard my reasons as far as like this overall canon stuff too. Like I don't feel as rewarded as I thought I was going to be. Same. But but when it comes to Claudia Gray, I don't care if I'm rewarded or not. It's like I breeze through those books. They're so easy to read. She's such a, a Star Wars fan. She gets it. Uh, and I feel the same way. Christy Golden's pretty damn good too. I mean, Christy Golden has done the. She's done the. Uh, the Universe of the Battlefront to uh, Inferno Squad. I think Dark Disciple. Uh, Dark Disciple. Dark Disciple is her best one so far. She's only done two, but those are the best. Yeah. Uh, okay. Anyway, so what? Anything else in canon worth a damn? Or, or uh, well, we got this. This is one of those rumor, rumor-based stories, yeah. and so I, I don't even want to dive too much into it because I just don't. What's the rumor? Yeah. I, I don't think it's it's one of those true things. I think it's just yeah. sure, might as well. But the, the, it, it's a starting off point for conversations yeah. about show ideas, and this is one of those things saying, "Hey." We got a list of shows in development. We just talked about that. But yeah, yeah. the ideas are a young Princess Leia. Everyone's talking about Millie Bobby Brown from Stranger Things. That's been going on for a while. Captain Phasma, The Knights of Ren, Rose Tico, and the big standout one, they say, uh, Sith Lord Darth Bane, a series about that. So I think these are all generally interesting. Uh, Knights of Ren, I, I, a series of it, I don't know. You'd have to sell me on that. Ro- Rose and Page would be the only way for me to... I, the Bomber Command book is really good by Jason Fry about their relationship as sisters. Let me, let me ask you I a question. I love now. the Leia one, though. But let me ask you a question. Yeah. So that report that came out, is that a report that said that, that that's what they're hearing? That's one of those... We that's we. that's It's it's from this HN Entertainment. I don't know them, so Here, don't jump on me if it's a bad rep. I don't know. Here's the thing. Yeah. Again, going back to the conversation that we just had, Yep. Um, I believe that this person is talking to someone legit. um, And I think that these are probably all been talked about. Now, whether the the cast themselves, that's that's something completely different. Um, But there's there's something in there that popped out that I go, well, I've kind of heard that, too. Mm -hmm. Um, And but that's the things have been just talked about for a bit. So I wouldn't be surprised if that's a legit report. But again, it doesn't mean that any one of them are going to see the light of day. Right. right. It just means, okay, what are the series? If these series work, and if this, uh, what's it, the uh, Scarlet Witch show works, if the yeah. Loki show works, yeah. if Plus starts taking off, what's our Star Wars properties that we could do that would be legit, that we can dump some serious cash into, that we know would make some, some money? Do we want to, like, okay, so you guys have been developing that Darth Bane one? You guys have been developing that uh, Princess Leia one? You've been developing this? Which one's almost there? Okay, now which one do we think is the most likely to get the eyes and the ears, and which one do we think is the most likely for us to put this thing into production? So I think they're all possible, but I think uh, there's, again, nothing's going to be settled until it's settled. Which one do you want the most? Come on. 
Bang? Hands down. You like the yeah. Bang? Darth Bane. Give me a yeah. dark give me a dark series. I think a series would be better for a movie for Darth Bane. Yeah, yeah. If you if they're working on a, a Get Carpecia in there for some of it? Yeah, but yeah. they won't. Yeah. But they won't. they won't. Like that's right. that's that's the problem. It's like they won't. Why would like why wouldn't you consult? If you if you were doing a Darth Bane series, mm. why wouldn't you consult? But I said the same thing, like, oh, they're not gonna bring Floney in, they brought Floney in to do sure, sure. Mandalorian. So um but I, I would hope they would they, I mean there's no one that understands Darth Bane better than Drew Carpetian. There is no one. Like yeah. he is, he like those books. If you have not read those books, canon or not, read them because they are fantastic. And that I I, I met Drew, and he's a sweetheart of a guy. Mm-hmm. So one of the only Star Wars people I really fanboyed out about when I met him mm-hmm. because he's just he's just those books mm-hmm. were amazing. And to not consult him if they didn't. But anyway, um, I would like to see a full-on series, six episodes, eight episodes on Darth Bane, and just go through the trilogy of books. Mm-hmm. That's what. That's why you bring it on. You can just you can do that story because a handful of people out there they don't they don't know those books, right? And you right. can adapt them, and they're not canon anyway. So I like that. I love the Darth Bane idea based on the books. Yeah, I know, and I, I would love for them to to retroactively make them canon because they're so good. Um, but there are some there are other show ideas in there that I kind of roll my eyes like. Unless we get more Knights of Ren from Episode Nine, I don't care. Like I was like, why would I want a Knights of Ren thing? We haven't even seen them. Yeah, I care so, less about the Rose Tico. I, mean, I, 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 yeah, I'm not, I'm not crazy about that yeah. idea either. I think there was a Captain Phasma idea thrown out there. I was like, yeah. I don't care about that one either because you haven't shown me anything. It's the, it's the characters, the old legacy characters that I get excited about. Obi Wan, a young Princess Leia series, I would adore. I think there's so much. For that character in particular, juggling being royalty, yep. taking on the mantle of princess, while underground starting the Rebel Alliance. That is fascinating. Did you read to me. the Leia book? The, no, I don't uh, want to read it. The, yeah, I have it, not read it. Everything that you just mentioned is that's the Leia book? Yeah, yeah, which is why uh, I, I would go to the Bane one first because there's a lot on the Young Leia stuff that's spectacular, so you've got to find the right area to play with. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'd love to see it as well. Uh, yeah. I'm on board for that. But I, the reason I would choose the Bane one be simply because, like, you know what? Finally, let's get this on the table. Establish it however you want to establish it. It might not be to your liking. I agree with you. Maybe they wouldn't, you know, but who knows? Who knows right. about Carpetian? But um, just to be like, let's, let's roll up our sleeves, do this, give it to us, the fans who aren't as familiar with it. I've read the first Bane book. Right. I like the character. No, he's canon thanks to Clone Wars. Like, Let's tell that story. Yeah, and you yeah. know why it works better as a television series than it does in if you if you look at it with the risk inside of film, right? Because uh-huh. you've already seen nudity. Is it the nudity? It's absolutely the potential the for the nudity yeah, showing lightsabers. Okay. But if you <laughs> but if you um, are marketing a movie on a property that people don't know. It's scary if you're Lucasfilm, especially when you have marketed off of a character you thought everyone loved in a young Han Solo and nobody went and saw it. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. the reason – and if you put if, – if, if Cassian Andor and Mandalorian are successful and they announce the next series and it's just a dude in a mask and a red lightsaber across his face and it says mm-hmm. Darth Bane – yeah. The Star Wars fans going to go, when's that coming out? Yes. On TV and, and push play when it debuts. Mm-hmm. They might be, a lot of the hardcore Star Wars fans will go and see that movie anyway, but it's going to be harder to get the casual fan in there, which you need. But you want your subscribers that are already subscribed to Disney Plus are going to watch that series right. once it comes out. So it makes more sense to make it a series. And you're leading with a villain. It's easier to lead with a villain in television than it is in, in a uh, movie. In a movie. Yeah. Be it, look, Walter yeah. White, Tony Soprano. Like yeah. You can do it. You can lead with a villain. So That's I think it's a, better, it's a better choice than doing a movie. I'd be on board. I'd be on board. Um, all right. Anything else in those series? Uh, we do have the triple. Uh, not that we okay. have the triple Force Friday story, October fourth. Uh, uh, we've had Force Friday, which of course was big for Force Awakens, and then uh, they had it for Last Jedi, but uh, smaller scale. Rogue One too had it, but this one is coming back full triple Force Friday. We also got some Frozen Two stuff on the same day. That's for you, Christian, uh, and your parenting skills. Yep. But um, <laughs> this one's interesting because it's not just Episode Nine; it's also The Mandalorian, and it's also Jedi Fallen Order, which maybe nice. is the video game's release date. Yep, but it's they are putting uh, all the chips behind these three properties at once. Yeah, and uh, just to jump back off of something I said, I guess last mm-hmm. week too. I'm starting to get myself a little bit more excited for Fallen Order because mm-hmm. yeah. it looks like it is going to come out. And it looks like it's going to be uh, a lot of fun. So um, that makes sense. Those are the three big properties right now. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Those are the three, and that. It also makes me realize it's probably we're probably going to get a lot of Fallen Order stuff on Celebration. Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. I think the three big stories coming out of Celebration are going to be everything you just said. It's mm-hmm. Episode mm-hmm. Nine, The Mandalorian, and Fallen Order. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll probably get nine again, just to rehash this every week. Nine will be Friday, 
Saturday with Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. Sunday would be uh, the the Fallen, ge- Order. The Fallen mm-hmm. Order, and then Monday is the t- the twenty year anniversary of Phantom Menace. Phantom Menace. Yeah. yeah, it sounds right. Great lineup. Yeah, I'll take all of it. How do you like this? Uh, it makes a sense. Yeah. I want to see all of it. Yeah, it makes it makes a sense. sense. It makes a sense. And it's, you know, I want more information on the Fallen Order video game because that sounds like the right. roof is falling in. So that's yeah. what it sounds like. Well, but I can't wait. Today. Bane. Yeah, Bane is coming back. Um, that's the one I, because when I finally do game it's a star wars game usually and this one sounds the most interesting and i know the least about it so that's the one that gets me intrigued okay all right let's move on and time to talk to you guys mm-hmm. that's right everybody's out there tweeting away hashtag collider jedi council or you're over on the facebook page the collider jedi council facebook group sending in live tweets right now ken's got a couple of them we're going to take a couple of them what yeah. you got? Uh, well, I got a live tweet from Anthony Daniels right now. He's still tweeting. <laughs> What's he saying? No, no, no. You got a picture of the latest there, Adam? There might be. Is there a new one? Uh, he's he still going. Incoming now? decoding. Yeah. Someone is getting the mess. Signal fail. Uh, transmission fail. So far, you are only hope. Urgent new incoming decoding regarding last incoming remove dots. So we have to remove the dots. Ah, I think this. Right. I think somebody found. Okay, so yesterday when I was doing the notes, it's, it's left three hours ago. He tweeted this. Okay, what's happening? <laughs> I don't know. So somebody I thought said this had everything to do with Star Tours. Star Tours and removing C three PO from that display as you walk by in the okay. line um, to. to upgrade them or do whatever it is and that that was and i'm i'm thinking to myself like that was a long way to go for a taco that was like this i mean he started a crazy internet storm and a trending topic of Mm -hmm. we're getting the trailer this is it and then i get a tweet where they remove the dots and we get this is the title for episode nine desecration of the empire a great uh, i I wish i knew your name but you, you hit me up on twitter and said I decoded it, and I love the, the title, Desecration of the Empire. That sounds cool, but okay. I think it has to do with Star Tours. That's what <laughs> I heard. So, you guys, I don't know. Uh, I, I think it, <laughs> that, uh, I said last week, Jennifer Landon, my co-host on Force Center, thinks it might have to do with Galaxy's Edge. So, we're, we're in the right. theme parks. Um, yeah. But it's just <laughs> still going. Your face, Christian. <laughs> it's still going. It's yeah, Anthony Daniels. We love, and it's his birthday. It is his birthday. It's his birthday today, so he's the best. Kenny Baker didn't think so, but he's the best. Um, (laughs) We got some uh, questions, like you asked for, Christian. Uh, Let's start. Let's. I want to get a little deeper into it because uh, I'm curious. Say, hey, you're excited. Uh, So Domkos at Domkos twelve. Actually, that probably Doom, not Uh, Domkos. Yeah, yeah. That that that's me not reading well. Uh, Me not talk talk well. Um, What are your hopes for the Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order game coming out later this year? So uh, you said you're now excited. That's interesting. I only have one hope. And that's a good story. Yeah, that's really. I, I, you could put it in. I know where when it's going to fall timeline wise, but you can put it in any timeline. You could give me any type of character. Mm-hmm. I, I don't care. I don't need Jedi. I don't need Sith. I don't need any. I just need a good Star Wars story. That's really all I want mm-hmm. because it's the same thing that I had when when I the first time I ever played Knights of the Republic. I was never an old Republic. I didn't know what the hell the old Republic was really when I started playing that game. But I was I was taken aback by the story. I loved the story. I still to this day. Empire Strikes Back is my favorite story. Knights mm-hmm. of the Republic is my second favorite Star Wars story of all time. Um, I, and, and I think that that's absolutely possible inside of getting uh, another video game because there's so much time and so much detail that you can put into it. So that's all I want. I just want a good story. Yeah. Riley? Okay. Same. Good story. I mean, that's, that's what makes all the video games worth playing is you're sucked into that story and Fallen Jedi Order. You kind of know what to expect, and I right. think that's a great way to have a great game where you're on the run from Order 66, and uh, you have to fight your way as a Jedi and survive. That's a great story. Right. You know you're not going to. Yeah, and yeah, you know you're, you're not going right. to. Exactly. Hmm. 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 I just want to be able to climb on a horse and go look for rock carvings oh, and just, steal things a, from a... It's a totally different game. Ken. Is that Red Dead Red? I just yeah, finally just, just got past the second level yeah. or something. Uh, I don't know. Okay. All right, let's move on. A question here from uh, the Greek god Papadon. Hey, he hey, got his you. shirt on here. He tweeted this one there. With all the announced Star Wars content coming out for Disney+, Plus and the, and, the, and th- thoughts of what might be coming, do you feel it's all better to have the connecting tissue of Star Wars in programming or in other forms of media like books, comics, etc.? His example, he says, Ray, knowing how to fly the Falcon is explained in a book before the Awakening. But how many actually read it? It was a, a short uh, Disney Plus um, 
in, yeah. in short, you know, where you get where he's going. Yeah, I do. And basically, now you, compared you, to maybe 2015, we might have thought differently. Are you missing out on details by putting it out on books and comics and all that stuff too? It's, yeah. it's another great question. But it's it's it goes back. I think to another thing similar to what you said. I didn't want to cut you off when you were saying it before. No, no, no it's, great. Yep. It's it's a matter of. Like you're, you know, you you want, you're talking about him with Leia, right? And yeah. saying you, they've covered so much that you don't want to be careful about what they covered. Majority of people that have been watching that series, if if two percent of them read that book, I'd be surprised, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So why not just take the book? Don't change stuff because, you, but but bring it to film, bring it to TV, right? right? So right, right. not that you can bring the Ray thing to film again because sure. it already happened, but take some of these things that have already happened inside of the novels and show the audience who's never going to read the books. Right. It's okay to to show it again. That's why again, if, if you were going to do the Bane thing to bring that back up, just show me the books on TV mm-hmm. because and I'm okay with that. Even though I, I know what happened, I know what happened in Harry Potter when I read it. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's fine. Um, mm-hmm. I want to. I think that they can do that, and they should trust in the great material that they have. They've hired all these amazing writers that they can do that. So take some of these cool nuggets of canon that have appeared in the books and the comics and video games, and put it up. And show me again. Yeah, I tell you, I'd be more interested if they started pulling some of the stuff from the books, putting it on the on the screen, yeah. either from Legends or not. Because I fell off. I fell off those, these books and comics because we've been having these conversations. Nothing seems to be connecting in the movies except for little tiny small things. And it's, it's hard to keep up with all these books right. when they're not showing up on my favorite medium, which is film. And you're not getting rewarded. I'm not getting yeah. rewarded. That's where I'm having frustrations. Ken? Yeah, no, I, I, what you're saying is like with the, the K2SU Cassian thing. We saw where they met yeah. uh, in a, in a one shot comic. But great. Bring it to bring it to the series yeah. and be okay with it. Be confident enough to do it. Yeah, you talk about Harry Potter. I'm a Game of Thrones fan, but I'm also a Song of Ice and Fire fan. I want to see what their version is on on TV. I, you know, I I, I I think that now more than again, it's different in 2014. Yeah, uh, where we were mining every little detail, and then I remember when Force Awakens came out, I kind of thought, ah, they're they're not going to be. I don't need to know who Sarko Plank is. Right, I do as a. <laughs> nutball fan right but it's not going to factor into what they're doing no, because I, I understand they can't but then put it just just take it and put it up there yeah it's, a, it's one of those things i just i think i and not that they do this they, they might not do this but i don't want them to be in a room and say uh you know what chuck winding covered that in aftermath right, so right. we can't put it up on on tv let's make it after that it's like mm-hmm. show me show me that scene yeah. Show me that scene. Show me and, those and characters. Again, I, and I know too. I think we have to say like we, there's always I think a, a, a large misunderstanding of what the story group does, and a lot of so so JJ makes Force Awakens, and then they get it, and then they start connecting things back to it with the novels, the books, everything. Yeah. So it wasn't like those came first, and then JJ made seven. So that that puts the canon. The other kind of stuff at a disadvantage, right? Because you got to go back, you got to look the compass in Last Jedi, all that. Yes, stuff. well, the so fo- that one was a little different. Yeah, yeah but, but still, but the movie, The Force Awakens, right? What mm-hmm. people don't realize is that 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 book that and uh, Alan Dean Foster wrote for for The Force Awakens, the novelization, the novelization. He took it off of the script. Yeah, yeah. And there's stuff inside of that script that just didn't make the movie. And, and it's in the deleted scenes. You yeah. know, like the, yeah. the Chewie ripping off the arm and, mm-hmm. and, and doing all that stuff. Like there's stuff inside, like the, the post stuff. I'm sure there's there's yep. stuff inside. It. He had an original, he had a draft that changed. Yeah. At, just like he had with the with New Hope. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Blue Squadron checking in. Um, and and the, the, I just reread the Empire novelization. You know, I forgot that Veers dies in that one. You know, General Veers uh, it dies. A lot of things a little different there. It's almost like a weird tradition. But yeah, I know I know what you're saying. Like, uh, uh, good question, uh, Papadon. Yeah. Like, you know, maybe it's changed. My view on it's changed a little bit. Of just like. You know, I, I read everything, but I'm sometimes yeah. I don't take the little detailed notes in my brain. Right. Like yeah, I I'm reading to. now more because of of, of authors, mm-hmm. um, yeah. and I'm reading now more because of characters, like stories mm-hmm. and stuff too. Mm-hmm. Like I have the 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 Padme. I gave you the Padme one, right? You did. I'm okay, just good. still almost finished with George R. R. Martin's Fire and Blood. So. Right, but I'm, I just want to make sure I give it to you. Yeah. But, I, but so like that one, I'm curious, and I'll get yeah. to it eventually. But I'm yeah. like when I get when that Qui Gon and Obi Wan, yeah, I'm reading the, it. The, yeah, the I'm reading that yeah. one. I'm going to read of it the characters. You, you bring it up and I'm the like, author. Yeah, mm-hmm. and the author. And the second James Lucino puts out another one. Yeah, I'm reading it that uh, yeah. weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, like th- th- there's no doubt about it. That's just like like any any author that you read. Oh, they got a new book out. I got to go check out a director. They got a new film out. And I think that that to me right now, like you said, until I'm feel like I'm really getting rewarded for reading all this stuff, I'm going to read what I want to read. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. same. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, what's next? All right, this one here is from Aaron C. Schalbach on Facebook. 
And I love it. He says, at the risk of lighting a dumpster fire, I need to ask a question. Why the hatred of midi-chlorians? I understand that many people thought that anyone could be a Jedi from the originals, but my thought always was that only certain people could use the Force. If anyone could use the Force, Luke is not special. If he is naturally extra powerful, there must be a reason why not midi-chlorians. So, hey, 20-year anniversary Phantom Menace this year. Let's dive on in to midi-chlorians. Because... The reason why most people got pissed off is because it was it was described in the original trilogy as this mystical thing. Yeah. What is it? Religious. I don't need to be explained by science. Yeah. Not not for that. It's just like, well, there's these things inside of your body. No. It's, there's, you can connect to it or you can't. Mm-hmm. That's it. And, it, and it's, it, it's give it to me stupid. Yeah. I, there, there's, something, there's something about in storytelling um, just letting your own mind fill in the blanks right and it it could be in a lot of different ways but this the force became a religion for people yeah. and to then explain it is like no it's science it re- that fills it. in the blanks and you're like well yeah, that sucked yeah. and i still stand by it i think midichlorians was a gigantic misfire on that certain thing i've learned to accept it but then you hear about the force uh, awakens and what george lucas wanted to do and he was even to go deeper into the midichlorians and explain that they were controlled by the wills. Mm-hmm. So he was going to even double down on that idea later on in the sequel trilogy if he would have had, uh, you know, episode seven, if yeah. they would have done it. And that's, again, where I just, I don't like that. I, don't like I loved what he did in the original trilogy, the force. It surrounds us. It penetrates us. It binds the universe together. That's all I need. Great. Yeah. Uh, yeah, midi-chlorians is, is not something that I would say one of my favorite things because uh, it is kind of the science of it. But I think George maybe didn't intend it as science. I think he intended it as what we see with Mortis, what we see with the Wills, uh-huh. and what he would have done with some of the stuff of going to a microbiotic level of, of the Force or everything. And, and I love it. I love listening to George talk about it. Yeah. If you see interviews it's, it's and he goes into it. It's like watching George R. R. Martin talk about the history of the Targaryens or something. You're just like, wow, this is in this guy's brain. Yeah. Uh, I love it. I, I, I've, you know, I like my rebels versus the Empire. I like that kind of stuff. So I, I tend to go towards more that than even even just the mystical stuff. But I, I like like I like the cosmic force versus the living force. The stuff with Yoda and Qui Gon and the Clone Wars is is trippy and cool. Mortis, yeah. I love it. It means a lot to the story, even World Between Worlds on Rebels. But I love it. I don't always gravitate to it. Right. And, and this is one of the things I didn't gravitate to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, last, last one. Last one. Okay. Uh, I was going to try to take a live one here. But, all right, all right. We talk a lot about. Yes, we do. We talk a we lot. We talk a lot. We talk a lot, yes. We're paid to. Yeah. Uh, we talk a lot about. Wait, you guys are getting paid for this? <laughs> Apparently. Yeah. Uh, the redemption of Kylo Ren. We talk a lot about that. This isn't that. That's part of it. But Broom Kid at Subatomic Freak writes this. Do you think Kylo will bite the dust in Episode Nine? So specifically, death. Kylo dies? Yes, no? What? Uh, probably. That's probably how they'll redeem him. They'll yeah. probably redeem him through death. And, you know, they're going to you know? redeem him. I, I just don't want him to redeem. I, I just think it's such a lazy choice. It's like I've seen it a million times, and it's yeah. like they're, they're going to redeem him. It's kind of just, it's, yeah, it's a lazy choice. It's what I've been, what I love. I think Kylo Ren is my favorite character of the sequel trilogy now. The more we talk about him, how complex he is. Mm-hmm. And I think that complexity would lend itself very well, especially from what we know, as you said. We've seen it before. We've seen this over and over again, that he's not redeemed and he dies. I think that would be interesting. It would be very, very interesting Mm -hmm. that he was so lost in the darkness that he tried to get Ray to join him. Never worked out. Ray defeats him. However, he dies, and it's like the tragedy of Kylo Ren. And I would love that, but I I feel like, yep, they're going to redeem him, and he's going to help them somehow and sacrifice himself. Well, he'll be the last. I mean, it's not including Leia, obviously, but we're not. there's only so much footage we're going to be able to see of right. Carrie mm-hmm. Fisher. He'll really be the last Skywalker around. So what yeah. are they going to do? They're going to they're going to end they're going to end it with just Leia yeah. um, as the only good Skywalker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Huh? I don't know. I would love for them to to. It would be great if Carrie Russell turned out to be a a Skywalker kid. Whoa! Okay, yeah. uh, it's not gonna happen, but it would be great if some if there was Someone. if there was another one out there. They didn't, I mean, they never said there was only they never said only child. Yeah. N- did they ever once say in, in any of the books or anything too that it was an only child? She's like the um, 
Osborne daughter that was not on the Osborne. Right, didn't want to be around. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like, who, who knows? There's nothing that says that that Solo and and Leia didn't have another kid. Right, right. You know? um, interesting. But uh, it's Ray. I thought. Uh, not anymore. Yeah. I thought. I, no, no more I, I, oh, I didn't think it was their kid. I always thought that she was connected to Luke somehow. But I, I, mm-hmm. I've told you who I think she's connected to now. So. Um, yeah, if I'm putting money down on the table here at the Gold Coast Casino in Las Vegas, Nevada, where I go stay at $32 a night, I am going to say he dies. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, cool. Well, we'd like, like to leave you with a happy note. So, guys, thank you so much for joining us on Collider Jedi Council. For Ken Knapsack and Mark Riley, make sure that you check out. Uh, listen, we're going to be at Star Wars Celebration. So if, you have got, if you've got your tickets, make sure that you come check us out. We'll be there on Friday doing the Schmodown panel, and then we'll be there on Sunday doing the Jedi Jedi Council panel. We'll be there Saturday night doing a full schmodown. There are about 100 tickets left. Uh, 900-seat theater for Chicago. So you want to go to the schmodownlive.com, go do that. Um, but that's really it, guys. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll be back next week. And may the Force be with you. Always. Chico Pitbull, Mr. 305, better said Mr. Worldwide, and I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, From Negative to Positive, brought to you by my friends over at State Farm. I believe that to have success, you got to play the game, so that the game doesn't play you. You know, the biggest risk you take is not taking one. It's very important that you make sure that you make the most out of your money, especially when it comes to insurance. State Farm offers surprisingly great rates. They have great agents standing by helping you personalize your coverage. All this is backed up by award-winning, easy-to-use technology. It's a great price with an even greater service. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Does anybody want breakfast? Guys, let's go. I'm leaving for McDonald's in five seconds. Why didn't you start with that? The Breakfast Stampede Meal. It's only at McDonald's, where there's a meal for every morning. And nothing says morning like a classic sausage McMuffin with egg. Right now, get this all-time favorite for just 2 bucks on the one 2 3 menu. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.